Hey everyone, and welcome back to Books with Spice, please. I'm Al. And I'm Katie. Welcome back, season two of Books with Spice. Yes, I'm so excited. We are here. We are ready. This is a pretty spicy book to get us started up in the new year. Oh yeah. We really we really picked a good one, I think. In this week's episode, we're gonna be discussing Priest by Sierra Simone. Or is it Simon? It's Sierra Simone. Okay. So I've been looking at her books for a while to read now. And I've been wanting to read American Queen especially and Priest. And so I bought them. I was showing Al and we just both decided this would be a great book to start us off for our second season. Yes. So I was really excited to try something new too. I had heard some people like on Bookstagram talk about priest kinks and stuff and I know my grandma is Catholic <laughs> so I was like okay let me see what this is about um, yeah so it was a lot of fun it's been a bit since we've done a taboo-ish book too yeah I so think we need tr- to do more of them this season and remember we are an 18 plus podcast content warning the book discusses sexual abuse in church and like power dynamics and suicide so for anyone who doesn't want to talk about those topics, that's not, this is not the book for you. Probably not the episode either. Yeah, and that's okay. It's a religious contemporary romance. I am not very religious, but like I said earlier, like my grandma is, and I know people that like this kink or whatever and uh, taboo, so I was interested to see what it was about. Yeah, I'm not either. I like learning about religions, however... I'm not religious at all. And I think the fact that we're doing a priest taboo book is very, very intriguing. And I need to read more after I've read this one. It's very naughty. I think the next one would be really fun to read because it's about a girl becoming a nun. Yeah, I just bought that one too. And then it's about the main character's brother. So this is a little bit of a series, but I think you can read them each as a standalone, but it'd help if you read them in order sort of thing. Yeah, we'll definitely be reading the next one. So keep an eye out. (laughs) Yeah. And with that, would you like me to read the quick summary? Um. Well, I was about to say, this one is 354 pages oh. and was eight hours in the audiobook. Yeah, so it's not too long, not too thick. It's a good <laughs> medium-sized book. Okay, here's the quick summary. There are many rules a priest can't break. A priest cannot marry. A priest cannot abandon his flock. A priest cannot forsake his god. I've always been good at following rules until she came. Then I learned new rules. My name is Tyler Anselm Bell. I'm 29 years old. Six months ago, I broke my vow of celibacy on the altar of my own church. And God help me, I would do it again. I'm a priest, and this is my confession. I want to say, too, that I love the way Sierra Simone wrote this book. I thought it was really well written. It was all mainly in his point of view, except for when our female main character love interest was giving a confession yeah i liked that part too i had my husband listen to it and he liked the male character too yeah it was really cool and that's really exciting we're gonna definitely need to hear more about your husband's reaction to this book especially listening to it it was fun to listen to it was a good audiobook a good a good pick on audible i think so from now on out Spoiler warning, we are going to be getting into the dirty details of this book. Let's talk characters. So first we have Father Bell. He's the priest in the small town, Missouri, called Weston. He's very young and had only been there for a few years, serving the community as the priest of St. Margaret's. He's been hard at work in growing and rebuilding the community's trust in the church again. So when we say he's very young, he's like late 20s. Yeah. Boy's not even 30. Nope. His older sister passed away. She committed suicide. And he turned himself into a priest to honor her and to bring faith back to the the communities around religion and stuff. He's, I don't know, he kind of had a calling, which was interesting. Yeah, he kind of wanted to, like, prove to himself and hopefully prove to his family, too. 
that like religion isn't all bad, even if there are bad parts to it. Yeah. And wanted to help other communities too. So that's how he got his start and why he decided to become a priest. And then there's Poppy. She's a brilliant, sexy young woman who's trying to figure herself out. She's left her wealthy family behind to try to make a name for herself and started dancing at a strip club that's close to the area. And she had eventually started working from home on the business end of the strip club kind of business and has moved into the town. And her journey into finding herself where she is a Father Bell, she wants to do more and she doesn't feel bad about what she did at the strip club and she's trying to confess at the church yeah so that's their first interaction it was them in confession and Mm -hmm. her yeah giving a confession to someone and she doesn't even practice the religion yeah she just wanted to see what it would be like to go to confession Mm -hmm. and boy what she didn't know that would unravel for her in the future So the prologue is very short, very simple. I liked it and it ended with this little bit. Several months ago, I broke my vow of celibacy on the altar of my own church and God helped me, I would do it again. I am a priest and this is my confession. And then we get right into it. And we said that too in the blurb, but it's repeated at the end of the prologue. And then it goes right into Father Bell finishing up a session with a regular catholic church goer that comes and sees father bell every week and he's excited about like his next step in the day you know i remember him thinking about his his day-to-day life and i was like oh this is a priest <laughs> you know he was like looking forward to be done being done with this confession so he could go do something else because he knows on this day that nothing else really happens right but poppy ends up getting into the booth next to him instead yeah he has has no idea who she is or like what they look like they hadn't even met yet (laughs) yeah it's really exciting he's like oh okay and she's nervous because she's Mm -hmm. never really attended church and she's not sure what she's doing or what she's looking for but she wanted to get something off her chest and she saw the church across the street from the winery and she decided she would just come in and see what it's about she thinks that maybe she should just leave because she doesn't know what she's doing Mm -hmm. yeah she doesn't (laughs) even get to like making her actual confession (laughs) no she starts to chicken out and he tells her to stop and he's shocked by his tone of voice because he hasn't talked to one woman like in that in forever (laughs) the quote is i never gave orders like that well not anymore Mm -hmm. and then we learn to later on in the book i can't remember if we have it written down here but that he wasn't known around college for being the man who is a dom so if you wanted that kind of an experience with sex he was the man to hook up with (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so he's like turned all of that off to become a priest Mm-hmm. but poppy like makes it come out of him and he's not ready for it he's like it's the ultimate having to resist and trying not to sin all the time he's like freaking out i always too imagine priests to just and i know it's not true because of their history of sexual abuse in the church but i always picture a man who goes into being a priest just not really having much I don't know they're they're supposed to be like these innocent creatures of God but I guess they're not I've that and like some of the things he does or he likes the walking dead and I'm like that's weird a priest isn't supposed to like the walking dead you know because it's gory and violent like I just picture them liking like wholesome clean shows or books and movies not something violent like that and scary yeah i think that's because we grew up a lot around mormons yeah well mormons too i think Um, anyone that's religious i've always got this idea in my head which is really really judgy and i just i don't know 
I don't think it's judgy. I think it's an honest reflection of what you know about the world. Yes, I, I just, it's very stereotypical of me. And I realize that and I need to like work on it. Be just because I'm not religious doesn't mean that everybody that's religious is the exact opposite of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, reading the Father Bell's perspective kind of blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah, good. That's, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Reading Fowler Bell's perspective and him being a priest just blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that he was a young he was a young guy who liked to go home and like drink with his family and she tried to hit home that he was also like a normal guy Mm -hmm. a lot. And I thought that was interesting because I don't know a whole lot about the church either. And I know that like when I've gone to churches with people and stuff, like they do have a, a very strong like Lots of churches have really strong youth programs and that's how you like grow up in the church. But I think anybody can become a preacher some or something like that. Like there is like school and stuff for some of that stuff. Like he talks about he went to like preacher school, didn't he? Yeah, he had to go through schooling to be a priest and you can only be a priest, I know, if you're a man. I'm pretty sure Catholics still don't let women become priests. Yeah, something like that. So anyways, enough of... Yeah, that little side tangent. Um, (laughs) So after he tells her to stop, Poppy just wants to know if everything will be okay. And he's super reassuring to her, yet honest and listening to her gave this like need to touch her. That was super surprising for him because he hadn't had that kind of feeling or thought towards a woman in years. I think he had been celibate for like three years, we had said, or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so after that, Poppy leaves and doesn't give confession on that particular day after kind of just stating that everything will be okay. She decides not to give in and give confession about what's going on in her brain. Yeah, she says she'll come back. Mm -hmm. And she, in fact, does come back the next day to confessional and tells Father Bell that she went home and looked him up and decided that she was ready to give her confession. And she thought it'd be easier to speak with him if she knew what he looked like. And so she then confesses to working at the strip club. She says that he would consider it to be a pretty sinful place, but she's not a prostitute. Like she's trying to hint at it, but like without telling him. Mm -hmm. And she goes on to talk about the internal battle that she has with herself about (laughs) that there's this part of her that's always been there and she doesn't know what it feel like what that is and she's never felt like she didn't have a place to be and now she has like a chance to let all of herself free and give in to her desires and you know she seems like a really good person like the quote is I want a good life and I want passion and romance but I was raised to see one as a waste and the other as distasteful and no matter how hard I try I can't stop feeling like Poppy Danforth has become synonymous with wasteful and distasteful so she's trying to figure out what she wants and how she wants it Yeah, she just wants to be at peace with, like, these two parts of her. And I think that's a very common feeling that a lot of women, especially, I don't know about men, but they go through because there's, like, this expectation that society places on us. And I think she just wants to basically embrace her sexuality and her romantic side, but it's hard, you know? Especially sexuality. Like, you don't... Women aren't supposed to like sex. (laughs) Yeah, and she liked working at the club. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But yeah, society tells us, like, what? You're a stripper and you enjoy it? (laughs) Yeah. So that is the cool conversation that they started in the confessional that day. And they end it and leave the booth. And he sees her for the first time. And the quote is, she had dark hair, almost black, and pale, pale skin, highlighted by bright red lipstick she wore. And he was, like, immediately really attracted to her. And he can't help but think to himself, I want that mouth crying my name. He is real sexual fast. He is. And he so feels so guilty about it all the time, too. It's a very big battle. That's his internal struggle this whole book, pretty much. Yeah. So... With that, 
he does start to have internal battles and feelings of attraction for Poppy. And, and he's been told that for three years he was supposed to see her more of like a lamb in need of guidance and that he, but yet he could only fixate on her mouth while they were talking. And he goes out jogging one day. He's shirtless. So I thought that was kind of scandalous because a priest jogging shirtless? I don't know. So anyway, yeah, I just didn't picture them that way. And so they run into each other. She's also running. He takes notice of her perfect ass, as he quotes it, and the sweat dripping from her. Then it just adds to his conflicting attraction that he has towards her. And to add to his stress, she starts flirting. When they're talking about reasons for her to join the church, she says, I quote, And what about a crazy hot priest? Is that a sound reason for exploring the church? And that ends the chapter with him saying to himself, I was so fucked. And yeah, he is. He's pretty fucked with his attraction (laughs) for Poppy. Yep. He knew that he wasn't going to get rid of her then because why not join the church? He wants everyone to join the church. His desires are evil. Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? So So we already talked a bit about why he became a priest. And this is the part where they really get deep into it. And it gets into the part where his sister had been being molested by the preacher for like years, right? Mm -hmm. I think she wasn't his only victim either. Yeah. Because... They outed the priest and uh, the community was really upset at his family because it got more people to speak out. Mm-hmm. And his parents never went back to the church. No, they lost their faith in the church. And his mom lost like a piece of herself that never came back after his sister died. Yeah, because it's a really big sin to like commit suicide, isn't it? It is, but I don't know if that's the reason why she lost her part of herself. But because the, they've lost, they lost faith in the church. I don't know. Yeah, they lost faith in the church, but like, did they like, touch? They, did they talk about that? About it being a sin to commit suicide? Yeah, because the mom, the her brother was saying that she went to heaven, and her mom was like, "You don't know that because it's a sin oh, to kill yourself." That's right. Yeah, and. It was, like, kind of a big deal, and he was like, no, she, you know, she deserved to be happy. God would know that she was wronged by one of God's people. She would be cherished for the wrongdoing or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't say that word for word, but he was, like, reassuring his mom that, like, that's not what God is about, and that's what he's trying to teach people now is that, like, you know, priests are people, and he wants to, like, he was building that community around sexual purity but like realistic sexual purity yeah he was a very big advocate for that and he was working with other priests too in this book about trying to shape the way the church views sexuality yeah so he's He's a good boy a a young fresh face (laughs) with something to say and that's what people need Mm -hmm. desperately But it came from this tragedy of him losing his sister. And that's what made him become a priest. And, you know, it's something that he's taken so seriously that he has been celibate for those three whole years. And he hasn't really veered from that too much. And it really freaked his family out when he became a priest. And they didn't even talk to him for a while. So Mm -hmm. he didn't just become a priest and everything was fine. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah, I think. I believe it's like six months he went without talking to his family. Yeah. Not 100% on that one, but we might see that later on. Yeah. So after that, we start learning a little bit more about Poppy. We learn that she has her MBA and she did some volunteering in Haiti that she absolutely loved. And he could really tell that it was something that she was passionate about by the way she was talking and telling him about her time there. She then goes on to tell Tyler that she hasn't spoken to her parents in about three years after she had left. And she knew that they would be furious with her. And she assumes that he couldn't understand. So this is where we talk about his family not talking with him. And he tells her that. Mm -hmm. 
he tells her all about how his mom had cried when he became a priest. So he has an idea of what she's going through too. And he even admits to Poppy that his sister was abused by the church. And about all of the hardships that they had to go through and the grief of their loss. Yeah. And it's at this time, too, that she talks about how she ends up at the club and how she actually loves it. And he thinks to himself, filthy girl. (laughs) After that, Poppy really goes into detail about what she got, like how she got met off watching men stroking themselves through their custom tailored trouser trousers and how she let them watch in private rooms as she brought herself to orgasm (laughs) yeah she came so what she described is like she came from money and she liked that the men that she grew up with who were all rich and thought that they were better than her would like pay her money and be at her feet and make her feel like all powerful mm-hmm. and she she felt hot doing it and yeah. she felt good as she mm-hmm. should because that is hot <laughs> yeah you know so she truly was like a a rich girl gone onto the rich side of the stripper club because mm-hmm. it's another one of those fancy clubs where that you're you know, they, you have to be rich to get in. Yeah. And of course, after this conversation, he absolutely just has to get himself off right away as soon as she leaves. And he's kind of freaking out about it. But at the same time, he's just sorry that he's not sorry at that point. Because he's definitely not sorry at all. He like got himself off to the thought of one of his his people. His but lands. he's not supposed to have those thoughts, those impure thoughts. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so then we get into another poppy confessional, and it's in her point of view. And this is the scene where she's telling Father Bell about her ex-boyfriend Sterling, and that he was like her first kiss, her first orgasm, her first cigarette. And, like, didn't he cheat on her a lot, Sterling? He did, and she knew that he was cheating on her. Yeah. But he, and- she still was, like, convinced that she would be the one he married and would settle down with. Yes. But then he got engaged to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he said that she liked sex too much. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That was so fucked up. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, he said he couldn't marry a whore. She was like, okay. And he was like, but you can come be my actual whore. Like, you could just be my whore. And then I'll have my wife. It'll be fine. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, he came and tracked her down Mm -hmm. to tell her that. And he, like, the audacity, how confident he was in himself hmm like that she would just be fine because she just wanted to fuck anyway <laughs> which he wasn't like wrong but at the same time like she didn't she didn't belong to anybody yeah and she didn't want to be that person either yeah exactly sterling came back to the club when he tracked her down and offered this up to her like again didn't it was like more than once that he offered it to her and she did have sex with him and she felt really bad yeah she just kind of got caught up in the moment and decided fuck it it was a moment when he had chosen her poppy over penelope so she just decided to go with it no matter how wrong it was so they sleep together that one time and that was it. Yeah, she like sees the day mm-hmm. and regretted it. But also it probably felt really good in the moment. But she's okay. telling him about that in the confessional. Yeah, so she's this is all going on in the confessional, being talked about in the confessional and she is finally talking about it. She's been holding that in 
And she hasn't been able to sleep at night knowing that she let Sterling and herself have sex. He's trying to give her counseling, but he's also stroking himself through his clothes while she's making this confection. (laughs) Like, he's so desperate right now. I know he's so hot by what she's saying. Yeah. (laughs) He tells her that they're all sexual creatures and tries to be soothing and non-judgmental towards her. And she responds with, then he made me too sexual. Even now I, but she stops herself. And they're both very clearly aware that they are both very hot and bothered right now by her whole confession because it's pretty much insinuated that she is turned on (laughs) and that was what she was about to say and they both step out of the booth to leave because she's like i probably should go you know and they're both super horny and he leaves too and no he doesn't see her as his lamb as his congregation he only sees her as a woman and He needs her ripe and delicious. He no longer sees her as a child of God, a lamb in need of the shepherd. She's a woman and he needs her. (laughs) And then he discovers she's not wearing panties. (laughs) Yes. And he eats her out on the altar of the church right there. He's like, did you wear no panties on purpose? And she was like, yeah. She said it was going to be easier to touch herself in the confessional if she just didn't wear underwear. And he Mm -hmm. was like, you were touching yourself in there? She was like, yes. He thinks to himself, too, God wouldn't punish me for just one taste. And he puts that to test. Definitely. He eats her really good. And she tells him about touching herself to the thoughts of him. And he tells her to show him how she touches herself yeah and then he goes back down on her that's a really good scene it's really hot (laughs) yes he just like worships her with his mouth on his altar it's incredible (laughs) it really was it was like animalistic like it was instinctual he was so desperate yeah he had this need and he needed it filled right then and right there they luckily didn't get caught they're very lucky they didn't get caught because they got caught a lot like they could have gotten caught a lot it freaked yeah. me out yeah right i was like jesus christ <laughs> guys i got really worried i know it was stressful <laughs> Because in the back of my mind, I wanted to, like, enjoy this sexy scene that they get to have together. But then, like, someone's going to just walk in. I know it in the back of my mind the whole time. Mm -hmm. So later on, one day, while at a cafe, he's sitting at a table going over the finances of the church renovation. He's trying to make spreadsheets. But she comes in and offers to help since she does that for work. Later on, Millie lets him know that she saw them through the window and comments on how they made quite the couple. And this is when it is revealed to Tyler that she suspects, Millie suspects, his attraction towards Poppy. So he's super stressed and worried and the next morning he goes to pray for forgiveness and he has this pretty powerful moment where he senses a completeness that comes over him and he felt like it was a sign from God that he was forgiven. That's nice. Yeah. The next time Poppy and Father <laughs> Bell talk to each other is after a pancake scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the next time Poppy and Father Bell talk to each other is after a pancake feed at the church. And they're alone in the basement and he's cleaning After everyone has left and Poppy says, I want to be a good person, but more than that, I want to be a good woman. Is there no way to be both completely woman and completely good? She admits that Sterling called her and she said he was coming for her and that he was going to try to sway her again, but she was going to reject him. And Father Bell gets upset 
and doesn't like that Sterling is going to be coming out. And she tells him that it's none of his business. <laughs> and Father Bell is like, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that night he has a hard time sleeping when she knocks on his door super late. And in hand, she has a bottle of whiskey. And what happens when things happen late at night? Involving alcohol, Al. What happens? Sexy time. It's sexy time. (laughs) Do you want to do the honors of reading this? Quote. I shouldn't put you over my lap and spank your ass for being a brazen little slut and coming here without a bra. Oh my god. Father Bell. Or does it supposed to say I should put you over my lap and spank no, your ass? No, it's, it's I shouldn't because then he goes on to list all the things he, like all the sexy things he shouldn't do to her. Ooh, okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. They swear it's their last time together. Mm-hmm. And he puts just the tip in her and she gets off with him just like that. With, like, the tip in, and he's, like, rubbing her clit, and she just, like, kind of, like, rocks herself on the top of it, like, with her hips, and it's enough to make him come, too. Yeah. they, They do the littlest amount of penetration possible. It's still penetration, though, and I'm, like, at that point, just put the whole thing in, babe. But it's a different feeling. I bet it is pretty hot, though. It's, like, very forbidden. I couldn't even imagine. I bet it's super hot even just to have sex like that. Yeah. I don't I know mean, if I'd be able to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't to know. Be, to be so aroused that you come from that amount of stimulation. You'd have to have a... very good self-control, I think. You think so? That's what I was telling Dylan, that it's a psychological You'd ha- it is very psychological based, I think. Yeah. <sighs> but it's also like a body reaction, like muscle memory. Like once you know how to do it, you can do it. But it's like Organism? psychological. Yes. Yeah. With a little help, though. Like not just. I mean, yeah, just even. With no type of thing. Like, maybe you just need a little bit of something. Just a little bit. It doesn't even have to move even, too. Like, it's like a muscle thing. Hmm. It's really psychological. You have to really be relaxed. Like That's the thing. I've never relaxed. <laughs> I'm so yeah, tense you... all the time. <laughs> Gotta relax. I do. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, they have that that sex. Really steamy, forbidden sex. Mm-hmm. And they spend a little time apart. But one day after mass, he tells her to meet him after men's group. And he thinks to himself, I quote, maybe I should kiss her right now. Maybe it was God's plan. All along for us to end up here alone in the sanctuary and forced to face the truth that this was more than friendship. This was more than lust. This was something real and undeniable and it was not going to go away. Yeah, he was so poetic. I loved that bit. I thought that was beautiful because how, yeah, maybe... Maybe it was God's plan. If there's a God, maybe that was their plan all along for Tyler and the grand scheme of things. And I don't know, but yeah, I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah, they had like sworn to stay away from each other the last time they were together too. So it had been a while and she tells him that she had been trying to stay away from him. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of a big reunite moment. Yeah. And then he just kisses her. Yeah. And the next morning he recited mass and he realized that he was falling in love with Poppy after just a month and he felt really dumb. He starts to question everything. He says, why would God bring Poppy here if I wasn't supposed to fall in love with her? 
Okay, so this is the thing too. I wanted to say really quick. One of my, I love the smut. I love the taboo in this book. But one of my favorite things with the writing style is this question that he's constantly having with God. I I don't know. I really like it because I've thought these like same things about different situations all the time when I, growing up, kind of thinking about religion and discovering myself and how I connect with spirituality. That's always the question. Those are the types of questions I love. I don't know. I just really, really liked it. He always had a constant inner dialogue and it was interesting. Yeah. To follow his thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. And then that brings us to one night during sex a continued affair he says to her whatever happens after this i just want you to know that this was worth it you were worth it you were worth everything and after that last night she sort of disappears for a wit again mm-hmm. and it makes him really kind of antsy and nervous he texts her but he doesn't hear back from her until she goes into the confession booth the next week after mass And we get one last Poppy point of view where she gives him another confession. Yeah, there was this passage of hers that I really liked. And it goes, I quote, worry is a sin. Even I know that. Yet I am more than just a lily of the field. I'm a lily that's been plucked from the ground and laid at your feet. When it comes to you, I'm ruthless and helpless and at your mercy for sunshine and water. And I'm not even supposed to be yours. How can I not worry? I love, like, I just love the way that was put. Yeah. It was so poetic. Like, it was almost like Colleen Hoover, maybe someday level poetic. Mm-hmm. You know? And then she goes on to tell him more about her in her confession. And in this quote, so here's my final confession. I knelt on your bedroom floor like I was going to pray, but instead of praying, I spread my legs and fucked myself with my fingers, pretending it was you. And when I climaxed, I hoped to God that you'd be able to hear me calling your name. And then we get back into Tyler's perspective and he's unbuckling his pants and asking for more details of what kind of touching she was doing in the confession. And they had a race to his office to finish with what she started. Yeah. (laughs) So he starts to pull out the oils that he normally uses for sacraments like baptism, baptism, wow. And he uses it as a lube and he keeps his collar on. And a quote, I'm anointing you now. I informed her, I'm sanctifying you from the inside out. You You feel feel that? that? That's my finger fucking your ass in just a minute. It will beat my cock. He's warming up that booty hole for entry. Yeah, he is. (laughs) After they have this this amazing anal encounter, he texts her later and asks to go over to her house that night. And she says yes. And he's determined that they're going to be dating. And he's going to make that leap. And he gives Poppy his sister Lizzie's rosary. And he gives it to her because he needs to let parts of Lizzie go to let his priesthood go. And he thinks that Lizzie would have loved Poppy. And Poppy is, like, finding a new place in the church. And that means a lot to him because he's still going to want to be involved in the church. Yeah. Like, he hasn't quit believing in God or anything. He just is deciding that maybe being a priest isn't the right path for him after all. Yeah. So Tyler goes to his priest that he is supposed to confess to Father Jordan Brady. And Jordan Brady can immediately tell that Tyler, that Father Bell, is going to confess that there's a woman. And he doesn't want to talk to him. And he says, no, we will not. I cannot take confession today. And Tyler's like, you can't deny me confession. I have to confess. And they kind of squabble back and forth a bit. Father Jordan Brady says that like he can tell and he can see that he carries equal burdens of guilt and joy in Father Bell's eyes. Like he can tell that like he he can tell, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and he says he won't tell the bishop and he won't let Tyler confess today that he told him to come back when he's ready to confess, when he's ready to, like, decide and give up, you know? Like, one of the things. Yeah, when he's ready to either give up Poppy, which Father Brady's assuming will be Tyler's choice, or if he's not going to be a priest anymore. Yeah, so that was a big moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then sometime after his visit to his priest, Poppy and Tyler are having sex again and she confessed to him that she's in love with him. And here's a quote. I want to be with you. I want to claim you. I'm in love with you, Tyler. And the fact that there's no future for us is killing me. So she basically tells him in a conversation that they continue from that quote on that she wouldn't be able to live with feeling like she made him choose and she couldn't help herself but wonder if there was a part of him that would hate her just a little bit for being a reason he was lay-sized. I think that's how you pronounce it? I think so. Yeah, so she told him to go home and when he gets there, Millie is at his house in his house waiting for him and told him that she knows about him and Poppy because she had seen them, like seen him going over to Poppy's house on her early morning walks or leaving Poppy's house. And she basically just tells him to be careful and he needs to make a decision soon because those secrets don't tend to stay secret long and Poppy's worth more than being his secret mistress. And he agrees with her, of course. And then Sterling shows up again and he confronts Tyler in the church. And he tells him that he likes to know the size and shape of his competition. And Tyler tries to pretend that they're still not dating. He's still kind of like in denial that people know that they're dating. Mm -hmm. And he tries to be like, sorry, there's no competition. We're just friends. And Sterling, you know, he's not buying it. And he knows that it's, you know, a facade. But I think that, like, it's kind of like the same thing. It's like a mirror because it's what she would be doing if she was with Sterling. The same thing that she's doing with Father Bell. What do you mean? Like, Father Bell's married to the church and she's, like, Father Bell's mistress. But if she was to go with Sterling, she'd be Sterling's mistress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like... you're saying. Yeah, it's like Sterling knows that, like, the competition is real, like this it's a possibility potentially she's already doing the thing yeah okay yeah you're right so sterling shows tyler some pictures of him and poppy and he basically is saying that he's going to release the photos of poppy and father bell if poppy doesn't go back to new york with him and be his mistress yeah so sterling had somebody following them and took these racy photos of poppy and tyler together Like you said, Sterling just says he's going to release the photos of Poppy doesn't go back to New York with him to be his mistress. Yeah. And then later that night, Tyler gets a text and it's a picture of Poppy that Sterling had sent and Poppy is in his car with him, basically just showing him that Poppy is with Sterling to get a reaction out of him, to get a reaction out of Tyler. Yeah. And then Tyler gets super drunk and is in the basement working out when Poppy shows up. And he tries to get her to leave, but she refuses. And she takes his drunk butt into his bed. And she tells him that nothing happened. And that she didn't touch Sterling. Sterling didn't touch her. And she only wants Father Bell. And she puts him to bed. And she tells him that they can talk more when he's sobered up. Yep. (laughs) so uh, she wakes him up a little while later and tells him about how she agreed to just getting dinner with sterling and that she just fell asleep in his hotel room because she had to talk to him so late she said that she fell asleep like on the sofa i believe Mm -hmm. but after that she takes him to her club that she worked at and takes him to one of the back rooms and he's super confused Yeah, she takes Father Bell to the club after this, like, to the club. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she tells him that she just wants to do some role play. She's a dancer and he's just a client. And she puts a sexy show on for him and they have 
sex right there at the club and there's like leashes and they make up and father bell is he's gonna not be a priest anymore yeah tyler decides to step down from his position he calls and makes the arrangements he goes to poppies with flowers to tell her that he left the church but he sees her kissing sterling so he runs away drops the flowers doesn't know if she saw him or if something was said he's kind of just seeing red he feels super betrayed the photos get released that night and he becomes a news story across the nation yeah as the priest having sex with the person in his congregation again uh-huh he has just become publicly the things he said he wasn't going to be and he ends up having to live with his parents for a little while before he decides to go on a mission in Africa for several months. Yeah, he like joins the Peace Corps or something. Mm-hmm. Goes and finds himself <laughs> in Africa. And then he comes back to the States and he decides that he wants closure and he goes and looks for Poppy at the club, but he doesn't see her there. Instead, he gets his sister's rosary back from the people at the club who held on to it for her. And he goes up to Sterling's place of work in New York to see him and ask about Poppy because he assumed that Poppy and Sterling were still together. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Nope, they were not together. He finds out that things didn't work out between Sterling and Poppy like he thought. And... Because of that, Sterling released the pictures and told Tyler that Poppy had kissed him at her house right away that night, but shoved him out right after. And he decided to keep tabs on her for a while. So the last thing he knew was that she had a dance studio a couple blocks away. Yeah. And Tyler goes to to her and the dance studio is empty and he sees a church and walks into the church uh, just because out of curiosity and comfort, he's a church goer. So he just goes into the church and he finds her there and she starts crying as soon as she sees him and confesses everything that she'd seen him coming to her house that night and kiss Sterling so that Father Bell would see her and leave her because she didn't want to make him leave the church for her. And he gives her Lizzie's rosary back and asks her to marry him. And she says yes. And they have sex right there in the church again. <laughs> yep. And did they get caught? No. Incredible. <laughs> they still don't get caught. And I that's was... a church in New York too. <laughs> All right. I was Not still waiting believable. for it. I was like, oh my gosh, they're like just on the inside of this church. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then we'd actually, earlier I lied, we get one last confession for Poppy. It's in her point of view. It's the epilogue. And it's all about her love for Tyler and how good of a man he is and how it's, it's all because of her love that his love, I don't know, yeah, they, they brought them back together. And she talks about when they're fucking before they get married. They're like in that moment in a, a shed. She's all in her dress. Mm-hmm. And how hot it is that somebody could hear them. <laughs> and then she's being walked down the aisle to him by her father. So we see that they reconnected with her family. And that's how our book ends. They're together. And Tyler is no longer a priest. Yep. And they do good things for people. <laughs> and have good sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This was such a spicy book, honestly. Like, it was spicy, but there was so much tension. I know. There was a lot of tension. The whole forbidden thing really got to me. And just the way it was written and the questions that he had about God, the way Sierra Simone awarded Poppy's confessions. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful book. Yeah. So do you think Tyler Bell is a book boyfriend, husband, garbage can? He's obviously a book 
a book husband. He it didn't take him long to decide that he was going to leave the church. In I, in my opinion, it didn't take long for him to decide that he was going to leave the church. I think he'd be a good book husband. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then what did you give this rating for the spice? I think I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a good four. I don't know. Anytime there's anal, that always takes it up a notch for the spiciness. Yeah. And then just the fact that it was like a taboo romance, I think. Yeah. But it was, I mean, yeah. I think four is for it too, for sure. I I think listening to it back again, like a lot of what he notices about her is like her physical body. I thought mm-hmm. that was spicy too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What would you give the rating overall, the star rating for this book? I think I'd give it a four star. Yeah, me too. It was a good, solid read. And I'd recommend it to just about anybody that is interested in these taboo spicy books. I recommended it to my grandma. That's amazing. Did she read it yet? Um, I don't know if she will read it. That's fair. That's fair. But I'll let you guys know if she does. That would be Because fun. that would be great. Well, thanks for listening. Season first episode of season two of Books with Spice, please. You can yes. join us next Tuesday when we read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover for our second episode of this season. Mm-hmm. And if you were here with us last season, you know we have a Wine and Spice Wednesdays. But this season, we want to try out Friday Night Spice. So we will be live each week on Fridays this season, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are so excited to be back. Don't forget, you can still find us on TikTok and Facebook, anywhere you can find podcasts, YouTube, and the WeTube. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all the engagement things talking with y'all and seeing what you guys have to say about these books and topics is why we're here we will see you next week and until then stay Stay spicy. spicy